No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Daily Boogie Podcast. As always, tonight's recommended drink, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast here on D-Live. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. I hope you had a good weekend because I certainly did. As always, so much to get through, so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper, become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about just how good your weekend was, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at BoogieBumper. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It feels like it's been forever since we've been here together. We've been doing Friday night shows for the last, I don't know, month, five weeks, six weeks, something like that. So last week, didn't do a Friday night show, didn't do a Thursday night, just laid low. Laid low over the weekend, patted the dog, did normal things. It was great. (laughs) But now we're back to laugh as the world burns around us. Thank you so much for joining us here on DLive.TV and Bitwave and Periscope and YouTube and Twitch, but nobody's ever on Twitch. So fuck Twitch. No, just kidding. No, fuck Twitch. Uh, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Like I said, so much to get through, so little time. Before we get too far down the road, though, I want to give a big shout out, a big congratulations, a big tip of the hat, a big pat on the back, a slow clap, a round of applause, a standing O to some of our favorite people here on this program, ladies and gentlemen. The Sunday Night Shit Show. Hosted by Frozen Asian and Spent D. Spent D's in the chat. Give Spent D a follow. I want to give a big tip of the hat to the Sunday Night Shit Show for making affiliate status on DLive. Ladies and gentlemen, it couldn't happen to a pair of nicer guys. Absolutely sensational. So I wanted to give a little tip of the hat. And if you're not following the Sunday Night Shit Show, then you're missing out. Because, you know, we like to have a little fun here. We're serious from time to time. And, you know, some of the other shows that, you know, we support here on this program, ladies and gentlemen. Holy cow. Where Where is my alerts? I have no alerts. Thank you for the diamond, by the way. Thank you for all your support. No, thank you. I, now, I just tested this before we went live and it was working. And now it's not working. Ah, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Like, just before I went live, like, for some reason, uh, my... Like at the back end here, it won't record. Like, and it's like your settings are wrong. And it's like I haven't changed my settings. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so we're not getting we're not getting diamond sounds now for whatever reason. Who the fuck knows? Uh, Gypsy donated a diamond. Happy Monday, happy Monday to you too, Gypsy. Thank you. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Uh, it's just not the same without the mat. <laughs> fuck knows what's going on here. Ah, uh, let me let me reset this. It's just like the last show we did too. Like, restream was playing up. 
Uh, this show, for some reason, I can't get the recorder to work. So after the show now, I'm going to have to download the file and then re-upload it to BitChute. Semper Reloaded, thank you for the diamond. I hope one day I can be as cool as Boogie Bumper. Well, <laughs> you probably were when you were about eight or nine years old. But if you're a fully grown man, which I suspect you are these days, uh, th th that's not what you want. I'm very cool to like the 10 year olds. Man, he's so cool. But it's that thing like uh, to the other adults, they go, wow, what a fucking loser. Okay, can't get that to work. No idea why. Okay. Let's try this. Who knows? Uh, for whatever reason, our sound alerts aren't working today. So that's fucking great. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to give a shout out to the Sunday Night Shit Show. And if you're not following the Sunday Night Shit Show, like I said, a lot of a lot of programs, you know, we, we dabble in the important issues. And we dabble in the things that we think are important. But if you want genuine, hard-hitting, real life, ladies and gentlemen, then me personally, I go to the Sunday Night Shit Show. Nobody does it like them. If you want to know, if you want to understand everything about the seedy underbelly of the reality that we are ensconced in, then the Sunday Night Shit Show is the place to be. Now, if you don't believe me and you're not yet following the Sunday Night Shit Show, because I know a lot of you aren't, because they've only just hit the 200 mark and got the affiliate status, we're very proud of them for that. But they deserve a much bigger audience. So I just thought if I could, I just want to show you a little bit of what I'm talking about here. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sunday night shit show. <laughs> this was uh, last night. This is the kind of reality that you're going to get when you follow the Sunday night shit show, ladies and gentlemen. And you're not going to find this kind of content anywhere else on the internet, I'm sad to say. So let's have a look here. The Sunday night shit show, ladies and gentlemen, with Frozen Asian and Spent D. Let's have a look. I've been watching you. Ra ra ra. Ra ra ra. Wrong wrong. Come on. Ra 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 wrong. Ra 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 wrong. Wrong wrong. Yeah. Take it all in. Take it all in. I saw you smile. Sit down if you're standing. I said I want to talk to you. Oh, just for a little while. But before I make my move, my motion starts running wild. My tongue gets tied, and that's, and that's no, no right. right. I'm looking for brown eyes. Oh yeah, I got to say to, to you, you, hey, hey, girl, I want to make you sweat, sweat till I can't sweat, sweat no more. more. And if you cry out, I'm gonna, gonna put you some more. <laughs> Can't we talk with Sandra? Thank you so much for joining us. You're, you're more than welcome. Here we go. See it, baby. I told you, you can't get this kind of content anywhere else. The only place that you can find this. This fucking gold <laughs> is on the Sunday Night Shit Show, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show. It's angelic, isn't it? My tongue gets tight and that's no right. Look in your eyes. 
looking, looking brown, brown eyes. eyes. Oh, so girl. good. Yeah, I got to say this to you. Hey. Hey. Girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat till you can't sweat no more. Since you cry out, I'm going to push it some more. Girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat till I can't sweat no more. If you cry out, the voice of an I'm angel. The mind it, of a philosopher. It, push it, push it some more. Frozen Asian, wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Co-host of the Sunday Night Shit Show with Speddy. Wrong, 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 there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's it, baby. That's it, baby. The Sunday night shit show. <laughs> Nobody does it better than Frozen Asian and the gang. You will take this egg, five inches of egg roll down your throat. <laughs> if you're not following, do yourself a favor. Get Follow them. Uh, they've just made affiliate stats. So I just wanted to give a big tip of the hat. To some of the nicest guys on the internet in the creation space, spent in frozen Asian, ladies and gentlemen. You, like I said, you're missing out <laughs> if you're not following them. Uh, as I pointed out just a few minutes ago, ladies and gentlemen, for some reason, the alerts aren't working. I tested it before the show and it was working. And as soon as we went live, for some reason, not working anymore. So I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand why, but it's not happening. Let me try one more thing here. Let me see if I can fix it because it really annoys. I love I love the sounds breaking up the show because I'm a bit uh, ADHD like that. So I'll see if I can do one more fix here. It probably won't work. Don't worry. If it does work, it'll come on like later on in the show for randomly for whatever reason. These things happen from time to time. The things that we have to deal with. Okay. No, no sound. For whatever reason, no sound today. <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe you'll get it. I don't get it. But whatever. Shit happens. We will push on regardless, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Well, attempt to anyway. Um. Okay, so tonight's program... We have some issues we need to deal with. Shit happens. Thank you for the diamond coffee talk receiver. We have some issues we need to deal with. And as I'm sure you're all aware, right now in this world, in this reality, over edge testing, one, two, three, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I don't know why it's not working, but it's just not going to work today, unfortunately, for whatever reason. Um, I actually noticed JJ's show earlier this morning. If you're not following JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner, his sound alerts weren't working for like the first, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. And then they started working. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll come on. Who knows? It'll come on randomly. So there are some things that we need to address. A quiet diamond. Thank you. Push it real good. <laughs> Sunday night chit show, ladies and gentlemen. There are some things we need to address. As we look around the political landscape, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... Uh, did I update DLive? I'm not using the app here, so that wouldn't matter. Um, but thank you anyway. As we look around the political world here, some people have made the observation that when it comes to the tearing down of statues and the rewriting of history in many cases, that 
Some people are accusing <clears throat> other people in this world of trying to erase white culture, if you want to call it something. Now, here on the Daily Boogie program, ladies and gentlemen, we acknowledge that white people really have no culture. White people, if anything, are uh, like an anomaly in history. They're something that needs to be done away with. Well, maybe not the people themselves, but definitely the concept of whiteness. That needs to go. Uh, we are a very social justice-minded program here. We're very progressive. <laughs> can barely get it out. We're a very progressive, socially aware, uh, racial justice-fueled program here on DLive, which is why we are the official Wine and Crackers broadcast. So... <clears throat> There are very, very, very few things that white people can point to as part of their culture because it's, a, it's an awful culture filled with oppression and horrible things. And like I said, the, the sooner we do away with that history, the better off we'll all be. But very few things that white people can point to and say, hey, that belongs to us, rightfully. And I have some very distressing news for you, some very disturbing news, ladies and gentlemen, because... It has been brought to my attention, thanks to uh, Iceman in the chat. Follow Iceman, by the way. DLive.tv slash Iceman4433. <clears throat> it's been brought to my attention that this particular thing, this, this cornerstone of white culture, is being erased right before our eyes. And it, there comes a time, I think, in every people's existence here on this floating rock where they need to stand up and defend what's right and what's just and good in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you this very shocking story. Extreme hairstyle. Australian school receives backlash for banning the mullet hairstyle. Oh, no, you don't. You cannot. You can take our history. You can take our heroes. You can take our pioneers, but you cannot take our mullets. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the only things we have here. <laughs> it's one of the only things we have in this disgusting, horrible, oppressive, racist, evil white culture that needs to be erased and done away with because we believe in social justice. Holy shit, they're coming for the mullets. Ladies and gentlemen, it just got real and it just got real personal. And in of all places, Australia, arguably the home of the mullet, the spiritual home of the mullet. <laughs> there are more mullets here per capita than anywhere else on planet Earth. And if you're a southern redneck in the United States and you thought you were a southern redneck, ladies and gentlemen, our rednecks make your rednecks look like Ponzi New York cafe goers. Trust me. You really have to be here to know what, what I'm talking about. We're even further south than you. So this is a very it's a shocking development. The erasure of the mullet, ladies and gentlemen. An Australian school in Perth sent out a letter to parents Monday noting that mullet hairstyles will no longer be allowed. So we're attacking the children. They always come for the children first, don't they? If you can get it into the heads of the children that the mullet is evil then you can own those children forever. Mater Day College, a Catholic school, not very Jesus of them. Jesus had a mullet, you know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he did. <clears throat> I'm sure Jesus had the first mullet. 
A Catholic school sent the letter to parents notifying them that if their child had a mullet, they needed to have it removed, noting that the hairstyle was, quote, extreme. Extreme mullets, ladies and gentlemen. So go through this. We're not allowed to have buzz cuts. That's Nazi. We're not allowed to have dreadlocks. That's appropriation. And now we're not allowed to have the only legitimate white hairstyle that exists, the mullet. Historically, it's only been the white people who have donned the mullet, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And now they can don it no more. Are you as horrified as I am? I hope so. This changes everything. Please note that this is seen as an extreme hairstyle and not in keeping with the personal presentation of a mate-a-day student. I, I suggest classroom walkouts at this point. Don't, don't you dare let them take your mullet, said the letter posted on Reddit per news.com.au. If your son currently has this style, let's not forget about the lesbians. It's not just, see, the mullet, that's the beauty of the mullet. It's not gendered. You can also wear a mullet if you're a woman who likes other women, because as we all know, the mullet is the thing that attracts the women more than anything else. More than money, more than penis size, more than anything else. The mullet is like a magnet to the chicks. Captain Henchman with the diamond says, confirm Jesus had a mullet and crushed bush. <laughs> he absolutely did. If your son currently has this style, please ensure this is rectified by the start of the term. The comments section included several people who were upset with the school's policy. One person saying that the policy was, quote, downright anti-Australian. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti in the chat. We need to discuss ethnic mullets. It's a conversation long overdue, as far as I'm concerned. The debate around mullets began on Monday when a teen in Scarborough, Australia, allegedly wasn't allowed into a bar due to his hairstyle. Ladies and gentlemen, they are kicking people out of pubs and bars if they have a mullet. This is horrifying. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Sure, kick people out for a Confederate flag. Sure, kick people out for having an Australian flag or an American flag. Sure, kick people out for wearing offensive slogans on T-shirts. Why are they kicking people out of the pubs with mullets? Without the mullets, who goes to the pub? Who are the people, who are the backbone of the pub-frequenting community, ladies and gentlemen? It is the men and women with fucking mullets. Absolutely unacceptable. Uh, to have one beer and get told, no, you can't come in because of your hair was a bit devastating, said Cooper Allen. Now, I've got this for you. This is the premier of Western Australia where this crazy, crazy school policy is taking place. So the premier here is like the governor in the United States. Have a listen to this. This... This guy, which is this is fucking fantastic. Uh, this premier is asked, "What does he think of this school's mullet policy?" At a press conference, see that's how important mullets are here. You may think that mullets are like an American thing. I'm here to tell you, no politician in the United States has ever been asked at a press conference during a pandemic about, "Hey, what do you think about this school banning mullets?" <laughs> that has never happened to you. That it is part of our lifestyle here. It is an integral part of the Australian identity. 
So this is like a big issue here. Should the mullet be banned? And of course, absolutely not. So our, the equivalent of our governor here in uh, Western Australia, I'm in New South Wales, but the equivalent of the governor in Western Australia was asked about this very topic during a press conference, ladies and gentlemen. This is his response. All football? <laughs> That's incredible. That is incredible. Mullets. Mullets. The hairstyle or, or a fish? <laughs> Well, it's a good point, but it was a hairstyle. Okay. It was a good mullet. It was great. I, I didn't see it. I was only joking. Not from Rockingham. No. <laughs> Where was he from? Scarborough. <laughs> okay. Okay. I won't comment. You don't want to oh, well, I won't comment on Scarborough. Um, what's, what's your question? <laughs> so he's making jokes about the guy, where the guy's from for a start, which is pretty fucking funny. Where's he from? Scarborough. <laughs> I won't say anything about that place. <laughs> In his own fucking state, mind you. It's a mullet. I mean, is that fair? Is it discriminatory? <clears throat> oh, Australian. <laughs> oh, I just encourage people with mullets to rise up and rebel. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Joe G with a diamond cancelling my move to Australia. This is shameful. I could no. no he, <laughs> <coughs> All hope is not lost. I give you the leader of the state of Western Australia. You want to hear it again? Is it discriminatory? Oh, <laughs> oh, I just encourage people with mullets to rise up and rebel <laughs> against these extreme uh, rules pubs are imposing. Um, I encourage people with mullets to rise up and rebel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> mullets rise up. As the mullets started growing, yes. <laughs> Grow your hair out. Oh, you think short hair is your friend? I was born with a mullet. <laughs> rise up and rebel. Mulleteers. Absolutely sensational. <laughs> now, there's another non-negotiable. There's another unreasonable demand that people are making right now. Winning TV with a diamond. Thank you so much. Rise of the mullets. Grow one in solidarity. We are all mullets now. We are all mulleteers. Thank you for joining us. Follow Winning TV, by the way. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. Uh... <laughs> I have another unreasonable demand for you here on the Daily Boogie program, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm not a big TV guy. I'm not a big TV watcher. Uh, I, I have cable just for football, right? Just to watch the Australian football. Pretty much everything else, I yeah, don't really care. Uh, I started watching The Sopranos on the weekend and I'm about halfway through season one. I like it. It's good. But I'm just trying to figure out like what the point is, if you know what I mean. Halfway through season one, I'm like, where is this heading? What are we getting to here? I know there's six seasons, so there's plenty of time to get to the point. But halfway through season one, I'm still like, well, it's just a kind of stories. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what the point of all this is. But I like it. Don't get me wrong. So not a big TV guy, but some programs have a special place in my heart. As if you're a long time listener to this show, you'll know uh, I'm a bit of a science fiction nerd, right? I love Star Wars and that kind of thing. Love the Avengers movies and stuff. I don't mind the like mystery dramas and thrillers and shit like that. Um, 
the BBC series Sherlock from a few years ago. Started rewatching that. Love it. Absolutely love it. So shit like that, you know, stuff that gets your uh, stuff that gets the brain percolating. That's what I enjoy. And ladies and gentlemen, the Golden Girls. <laughs> now, if you'll know, if you're a listener to uh, the other program that I'm a part of called The Starting Block, once a week on a Friday, dlive.tv/slash/starting-block. One word. Drop a K at the end. Uh, we ran like a whole what six months doing Golden Girls facts. We became the official unofficial podcast of the Golden Girls fan clubs. So we'd give fun little Golden Girls facts out. We would talk about Golden Girls episodes, Golden Girls storylines. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, just to waste the audience's time. I am bringing you another unreasonable demand being made by those who are making demands right now in our society, ladies and gentlemen. Hulu remo- removes Golden Girls episode with blackface scene. Dun, dun, dun. Winning TV in the chat. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> the Golden Girls is racist. <laughs> now, apart from Blanche having sex with black men, I can't think of any any particular stereotypes that have been used. But then again, Blanche was kind of a slut. So she would have sex with everybody, not just the black men. The streamer's removal of a 1988 episode becomes the latest in a string of scenes or episodes removed that feature blackface, ladies and gentlemen. You wait until I show you the scene that they're talking about. You're not going to fucking believe it. Hulu has removed an episode of The Golden Curls that contains a scene in which Betty White and Rue uh, McClanahan are mistaken for wearing blackface. Mixed Feelings, episode 23 in season three of the sitcom, aired in 1988 and shows Michael, the son of Dorothy, planning to wed a much older black woman, Lorraine. I mean, you can imagine the hilarity in that scene. Dorothy is concerned over the age difference, while Lorraine's family disapproves of their daughter marrying a white man. So there is racism in it. It's just the black uh, the black woman's family don't like the white people, which is fair enough. We all hate white people. Obviously. Can't stand them. They've got to go. Trying a new mud facial treatment, they greet the family. Rose says, this is mud on our faces. We're not really black. So this is this is the reason why the show has been removed. Now I'm going to show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you why the show was is being removed from Hulu, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure you'll be as, as shocked and appalled as I am. Gypsy with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Hashtag mud facial masks matter. Let's have a look. Let's see how bad it really is. Maybe it's worse than we imagine. Who knows? Who's to say? Let's find out. And this is Michael. This is Michael? Yes. Uh-huh. Come on, Mama, we talked about this. I told you he was younger. Come yes, on, Mama. but you sure didn't tell me he was white. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It sounds very offensive. Oh no! Wait, we're talking about we're talking about the white people being offensive. Oh, sorry. No, so this isn't the offensive part. This part's fine. This part's <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti based based. That's racist, says Semper Reloaded. No, this isn't racist. What the hell are you talking about? This is fine. 
This is not the part that's concerning. We're about to... Sh we'll show you the, the concerning part. No daughter of mine is marrying some skinny white boy. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. There they are. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. But uh, Ruth and Betty White's character are wearing like a mud facial treatment. <laughs> clearly, obviously. They're clearly wearing one of those things that chicks wear and they're not doing blackface, clearly, obviously. They're, they're, they look like they're at one of those beauty salons and they get a mud facial. That's all that they look like. They don't look like anything else. They don't look like they're trying to do blackface. They don't look like... They don't look even moderately close to attempting blackface. <laughs> but this is the reason why the episode has been pulled off the fucking air. <laughs> and again, like, if you want to cancel white culture and white people, that's fine. I agree. White people are awful. We need to do away with them. Well, at least the concept of whiteness needs to be done away with. It's disgusting. They have nothing except... We have, we have nothing, as a people, we have nothing to hang our hat on except our mullet hairstyles and our golden girls. These are the two sacred cows in white culture, and you're going, they're going for them directly, ladies and gentlemen. They're going for the jugular. Without the golden girls and without mullets, what do we have? <laughs> we have nothing. This is it. This is the only two things. Take everything else. Take all of the statues. Take all of the history. Take all of the flags. Take all of the language. Take all. Take everything you want. But just leave us with our mullets and our golden girls, ladies and gentlemen. Please. I beg you. A minute, just who are you calling a skinny white boy? I think she meant Michael. <laughs> you got that right. Oh, it was easy. Oh, shut up, bro. <laughs> Look, Mrs. Wagner, I'm not thrilled about my son marrying your daughter either. Oh, yeah? Why? You got something against black people? <laughs> See, the madness actually started in 1988. I don't want my daughter marrying a white boy. Well, I don't want my son marrying a black... Your your daughter. Why? You got something against black people? <laughs> Unironically insane. Even back in 1988, this was starting. <clears throat> nothing, nothing wrong with not wanting your daughter to marry a white boy. Hey, that makes sense. White people are awful. Why would you want to marry one? But a white boy marrying a black girl? What are you got to what are you racist, bro? Nineteen eighty eight. The burn it started to burn. How about that? Of course not. And I resent the insinuation. Of course not. Please, I'm not racist. Please, I love black people. <laughs> Why, we firmly believe that all men are created equal. That's a bunch of baloney. <laughs> well, it is if you don't believe me. Just turn on your television set and watch a white person dance down the line on Soul Train. 
Look, race is not even an issue. I mean, your daughter is twice my son's age. What kind of... Ah, ageism. Ah. A woman in her 40s possibly have in common with a boy in his 20s. Sex. <laughs> at 20, a man is at his peak, and a woman in her 40s is also at her peak. So when the two come together, hot damn! There you go. Culturally, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we can allow this kind of outrage to stand. Without the mullets, without the Golden Girls, we have nothing. Um, <laughs> who knew that we've been this stupid since 1988? Another fun, uh, unreasonable demand for you, ladies and gentlemen. L'Oreal to remove words like whitening from its skincare products. It's about time, I can hear you say in the chat. <clears throat> <laughs> I think we need a new word to describe whitening cream. How about uh, specific melanin masking genderless fluid? Can we use that? Is that inoffensive enough, ladies and gentlemen? Let's have a look. Well, is removing words like whitening and fair from its skincare products. The move comes amid global protests against racism. Earlier this month... <laughs> I think it's about time. And what I want to see is these multi, 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 multi-million dollar corporations with, uh, you know, sponsored, <laughs> with the face of them being, you know, these uh, gorgeous multi-million dollar models and all of the high life stuff and the limousines and the fashion shows and the champagne and stuff. What I really want to see is them addressing racism by, <laughs> by not using a term for what their product does, not describing what their product does. Uh, over edge with a diamond, we still have junkyard derbies. That's true. We still have those for now. For now. Who knows? That may be the next battleground. <laughs> Original revenue chat, not cream, viscous fluid. <laughs> the makeup company tweeted that it stands in solidarity with the black community yep. against injustice of any kind. Mm -hmm. Now, the post was considered hypocritical by critics who say the company caters to white customers. <laughs> We're all concerned about the coronavirus emergency. <laughs> How about that? I bet one of the I bet one of like the board members at L'Oreal thought, you know what? If we just remove the term whitening from our products, that will be enough. I'm on your side. But it wasn't enough, was it? <laughs> It's hypocritical. It's a disgusting move by L'Oreal because your company caters to white people. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I love this stuff. I can't get I can't get enough of this shit. I don't know about you. Mm. But it does seem it did it does seem that there's a trend now in the corporate world. It does seem that it's important for corporations to express their compassion. For the cause, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of things we've gone over, a couple of little, a couple of the little switcheroos that we've discovered here on this program in the last couple of weeks. Remember last week we were watching the clip and they were talking about kneeling for the American flag during the anthem, and they're now just very slowly, very quietly switching it around so that people who kneel are showing respect to the movement, and people who stand are actually the disrespectful ones. Do you remember that? 
Very seamless, a very seamless little swap that they've done. Are you standing during the anthem? What? You've, you've got no respect. You disrespectful son of a bitch, right? And people who kneel, they're the respectful ones. They're the ones respecting the movement. They're the ones respecting the cause. That's, what, that's what's really important here. It's very cute and very subtle. So, came across this on CNN, ladies and gentlemen. The corporations, the corporations are now backing the cause. And it, the irony on is never lost on me when I think of people out there fighting against capitalism with corporate sponsorship. Like, that just makes me smile. That makes my nipples hard. Uh, that gets my, that, that gets the erogenous zones heating up on my person think of people out there with like smash the patriarchy whilst rich white men who run like makeup companies and cosmetic companies sell them whose price their stock prices go up because they do something like we need to take away whitening out of our product labeling like that's enough hey thank god somebody's doing something finally thank god corporate consciousness ladies and gentlemen so let's have a look what are the corporations doing in light of this worldwide calamity, trying to erase white whiteness, which is, uh, like I said, it's the right thing to do. White people are awful. <laughs> white people and white white culture is awful. And it's about time we do away with it. I couldn't agree more. It started as a trickle. Silicon Valley companies like Salesforce and Apple speaking out days after the killing of George Floyd. Good. But now it has become an avalanche as corporate America breaks its silence on race amid nationwide protests. The leaders of America's most powerful businesses are facing pressure from their customers and employees really? to act. I say to you today... From, from their customers. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I've never gone into a store and before I've made a purchase, asked them on their, say, racial justice policy. Have you? Genuine question. Press, <laughs> press one in the chat if you've gone into a store to purchase something and when you're up, up at the cash register, for example, just said to the cashier, now listen, before I make this purchase, uh, what is your stance on the Black Lives Matter movement? Press one in the chat if you've ever done that. Press two in the chat if you've never done that. I just want to see a show of hands. I know it's a small sample size, but let's see. <laughs> Dead Jedi every single time. <laughs> New Vegas is one. <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti one every time, just not for pants. Okay, we got most we got mostly twos in the chat. It's mostly twos. It seems like people are less concerned with a company's stance on racial justice than they are, say, I don't know, uh, the discount. <laughs> you know, does my is my coupon does my coupon work at this store? Can I still get two for one? Uh, yeah, I saw you were advertising uh, lawnmowers out the front for like twenty five percent off. Do you still have any of them, or you still got them? Hey, can you if I if I buy this mug, can you validate my parking? Is that like is that something you do here, or like do I have to make a minimum purchase first? I think those are the generally more the questions that are asked in a store. But let's keep going. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. No more. No more. No, no more. Racism of any kind is decisive. Divisive. Is it? It's ugly. 
North America Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. It makes sense coming from him considering most of his workforce is Mexican now anyway. So I I'm not sure what the problem here is for the auto automakers. <laughs> really? Why are the car makers talking about racism? They what they prefer to hire Chinese, Koreans and Mexicans over black Americans anyway. I had this argument once before. Remember the Starbucks thing? So a couple of years ago, remember the whole the whole Starbucks issue with the two black guys who were kicked out of a Starbucks? I was doing a show back then. Nightwave Radio, thank you for the host. Follow uh, Mersh, by the way, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. I was doing a show back then, a live stream, when that story was on, and somebody rolled into the fucking chat room, and we were watching a video. Like, I was, I was doing my usual sarcastic thing, which I love because... Half of the time, like a lot of conservatives come in and watch five minutes and they think like I'm like some communist or something. But that's exactly what I'm going for. I love that shit. It makes me happy. So <laughs> I love annoying people who think I'm on their side. <laughs> so we're watching a Starbucks thing and this obviously progressive guy comes in and he's like, well, it's about time that the corporation started standing up for racial justice. And I'm like, hang on. All they're doing here is making a statement. And they were offering to give, no, they weren't offering, they were demanding that their staff go through like uh, racial sensitivity training and shit. And he's like, yes, it's making a difference. And I'm like, look at you, you're not even a fucking real communist. What happened? Where are the real communists? And the guy in the chat's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you're sucking the corporation's dick now. You are on your knees sucking corporate dick, sucking the capitalist dick because they say things that you like. And they're like, he's like, oh, no, it doesn't work that way. And I said, no, no, all of the Starbucks should be shut down, all of them, and they should be replaced with black-owned businesses. If you want to make real change, that's what it's going to take. And the guy's like, well, they hired some black people. And it's like, yeah, for what, 11 bucks an hour? It's practically slave labor. So they're basically a company that is hiring black people, underpaying them, and racially vilifying them. And you're clapping, yay, as a communist, as a progressive, you're clapping because they make a statement saying how sorry they are and they want to train people. They're going to give what? They're going to give everybody in a company two hours of training about racial sensitivity and now all of a sudden you're a fucking corporate behemoth. You're, you're, you're slapping them on the back as a, wo a worldwide corporation. You're a shitty communist. <laughs> Where are the real communists? Real communists wouldn't put up with this shit. Real communists would have said, tear it all down. In the end, the guy ended up apologizing to me. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to leave now. I said, good. And next time, think about what it means to be a real progressive. Because you, you don't really mean it. You're not really in favor of the movement. You're not really, you're not really willing to go through with it. You disgust me. And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, you should be. <laughs> it's fucking insane. So these companies come out. They say the right thing. They're playing to your ego. If you haven't figured this out yet, I, I don't know how to help you. If you are so easily led, if you're so easily convinced, it's like, yeah, yeah, the companies are doing the right thing. Really? What have they done? Put out a press release? and said how they support the movement? If you're a real progressive, if you're a real communist, that should not be good enough for you. So you don't really mean it. You don't even know what you are. Why are you giving anyone advice on politics and what's important? 
You're a foot soldier for the corporations and you don't even know it. How about that? It's like Inception. Somebody has planted the idea in your head a long time ago and now you're out there celebrating the multi-billion dollar global corporations <laughs> that your forefathers fought against and you didn't even know it. And it brings about the worst of humanity. Ben and Jerry's, the worst of humanity. ice cream company that is no stranger to activism, offering one of the most strongly worded statements, calling for concrete steps to dismantle white supremacy. <laughs> like, listen to it. They, they're serious. They mean it. Did you hear that? Oh, Ben and Jerry's put out a strongly worded statement. That used to be a meme. Like, that's a meme for being a soft cock, right? I'm going to send him a strongly worded letter. Oh. <laughs> they put out a strongly worded statement. They care. They're one of us. They're on our side. As the rocks come flying through the Ben and Jerry's windows. Right? They're on our side. They're one of us. Didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you hear? Ben and Jerry's put out a strongly worded statement. <gasps> really? Are they fighting for racial justice? Sure are. Uh-huh. Yep. Did you see? They used the word white supremacy in their statement. <gasps> really? Fuck yeah. We're changing the world. They're, they're just selling ice cream. They're selling ice cream. That's what they do. And you're going to go out and buy it now. Because, you know, after a long day on the streets, waving your protest banners, screaming about uh, the evils of capitalism, <clears throat> I think you've earned a little bit of a break. I think you've earned a little bit of treat. It's important to treat yourself. And it's delicious ice cream, don't get me wrong. And you've earned the right to have it. And what better ice cream to have than one that you don't have to feel guilty about? Because let's be honest, you should always feel guilty about eating too much ice cream. Hmm? It's going straight to your thighs, honey. Isn't it wonderful? A strongly worded statement. Good for them. <laughs> Fighting the system. <laughs> Watch the share price go up. In all its forms. <clears throat> In order for us to make the kind of progress that mm. we need as a need. nation yep. and as a society, yep. it requires us to... to to acknowledge and to embrace. Now, I just want to point out this guy's job title. Remember last week we were talking about the people with sociology degrees and other kinds, like degrees in that realm, they don't all end up being baristas. They don't all end up working for the apartheid company known as Starbucks, ladies and gentlemen, which apparently real communists think is just fucking dandy. <laughs> they don't all end up being uh, baristas. Some of them end up in the corporate world. Look at this guy's job title. <clears throat> he is the Ben and Jerry's corporate activism manager. How about that? He's not the director of marketing. He's not the director. He's not the uh, manager of accounts payable. He's not the logistics guy. <clears throat> He's not the vice president. He's none of those things. He's not the head of sales. Nothing. He's not a buyer. <laughs> He's the head of corporate activism. <laughs> I can one can only imagine that they have a team dedicated to corporate activism. 
What an accomplishment, says fascist hippie in the chat. Embrace <laughs> some hard truths. Hard truths. Nike flipping its iconic slogan, just yep. do it, on its head. Mm-hmm. Now pleading, for once, don't do it. Don't turn your back on racism. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Ah, oh, Nike. And nine of Detroit's largest businesses, including General Motors. All white. <laughs> do, you, do you see the pattern here yet? Do you see what's happening here? My progressive brothers and sisters, and I know there's a few of you that listen to this show and you don't chat very often. You tell me in private that you watch, but you, you feel like you don't want to chat because you might be shouted out. My chat room is the most forgiving open chat room that you'll find. Nobody is going to attack you. So if if there was a, ever a time to speak up, now would be the time to to, to explain to people why you you think that this is like some kind of monumental shift in society, why you think this is some kind of monumental change in the way people are thinking instead of just a shallow, vacuous uh, corporate PR campaign. Explain to us why you think that this is this is representative of some kind of uh, fundamental change in perception in society instead of very, very rich people doing things in order to portray their company in a certain light and nothing more. Oh, no, no, they're really changing the culture. Are they really? Who's Who's getting richer out of this? Who's getting lifted up? How is capitalism being attacked with you with you applauding these uber uber rich global corporations? You're you're terrible communists. Most people who think they're communists are not communists. Most people who think they're progressive are not progressive. They think they are, but they but that's because they don't think a lot. They just think this this and this. Oh, I guess that makes me a progressive then. But there's very little progression about them. There's very little radical socialism in them at all. They don't really believe the things that they say, or worse, they don't understand the things that they want. Understand, you're, you are now, you now exist for the sole purpose of supporting the status quo, of keeping the people at the top of the tree at the top of the tree. And they've got you doing it by implanting in you the idea that you're actually fighting for the opposite and all they have to do is it's like a sleeper you're like a sleeper cell all they have to do is utter some phrase that is coded into your hardware and you'll just react a certain way well we wrote a very strongly worded statement about white supremacy bang oh yeah they're on our side they're not on your side they're on their side they hate your side you're just an empty vessel with an ice cream budget. Nothing more. Black, white, doesn't matter to them. As long as you buy the ice cream, that's what matters. That's what gives the head of corporate activism a job in the first place. The fact that you're buying the ice cream. So that comes first. Your CEO, Mary Barra, now coming together to pledge that they will push for action. We will stand up against injustice. And they- I'm sorry. Why, what have we said before, ladies and gentlemen, about 
uh, women, white women of a certain age wearing bold frame glasses. There she is again. <laughs> There's our archetype once again. How are we going to unravel this mystery of who's behind this? I've said before, I'm not really a judge a book by its cover kind of guy. But if on the cover of the book it says, I'm a fucking idiot, ask me how, I'm going to say, well, there's a fucking idiot wrote that book. You know what I mean? <laughs> boomer, boomer white women with bold frame glasses. It is, it, is, it is more obvious a stereotype than somebody with a swastika tattooed on their forehead. You know why? Because maybe the guy with the swastika tattooed on his forehead doesn't believe in Nazism anymore. But the boomer white females with the bold frame glasses, they're on point, always. Always and forever. They never change because they're not really progressive. They haven't changed since the fucking 60s. They have the exact same uh, opinions and identity, you know, view of themselves that they had in 1968 when they started taking LSD and started sleeping with douchebag, skinny douchebag heroin addicts who play guitar under trees in San Francisco. They have not changed. They are the exact same person. They believe the exact same things. They call themselves progressives, but they're really just 1968 conservatives. Because they want everything to stay the way it was in 1968. They're LSD flashbacking uh, hippie retreads from the 60s. And they have not changed a single iota. And that means taking the risk of expressing unpopular or polarizing points of view. <laughs> Imagine being so dense that you think that this is the unpopular view. <laughs> huh? What balls? Where do, you, where do you get off saying that, as a company, we stand against white supremacy. We understand that this is a controversial point of view. What? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, man? As a company, we stand here, even though it's unpopular and un and controversial and dangerous for us to say that we stand for progress and racial equality. No, no, no. <laughs> when all of the top corporations are saying the things that you say, it ceases to be the controversial, dangerous thing to say. <laughs> right? You're not dangerous or controversial at all. You're the safe option. This is safety first. But again, I, I, my progressive brothers and sisters, they're feeding your ego. They're just telling you what you want to hear. So you'll do what you're asked. So you'll do what's expected. You're protecting them at the top of the tree and you don't even know it. You call yourself communists out there applauding global corporations <laughs> because why because they're compassionate they have empathy they're on our side because complacency and complicity sit in the shadow of silence ah uh, yeah it's so, a dramatic change oh, always with the little slogans too predominantly white corporate america but for some the outpouring of support for protests rings hollow oh, democratic congresswoman good. alexandria ocasio 
Okay, let's do it. Cortez blasting companies for releasing bland statements with a hashtag, mm. tweeting, your statement should include your org's internal commitments to change. Activists also panning this statement from the National Football League, which they noted failed to mention policing or racism at all. So you've got two aspects to this. One aspect is most people give them a round of applause and say, thank you for making a difference. And then there's a section of that group who say, no, you're not going far enough. You need to go further. We want your internal memos about how you're addressing racial equality so we can criticize that further. And then they'll go to that length. And that won't be good enough. And then they'll say, you need to have certain policies in place. And then they'll do the certain policies and they'll say, well, you're not going far enough. Your company needs to be run by us now. <laughs> it's a circus. It's an utter circus. And it comes four years after NFL quarterback Colin... Ka four years. Four years we're still talking about this. Kaepernick's protest against police brutality uh -huh. prompted a threat from the league to punish players who mm. knelt during the national anthem. Uh. Today, something has changed. Really? And for the companies like Ben & Jerry's that have long spoken out, it's overdue. Typically what... <laughs> for the companies like Ben & Jerry's. I just can't. I can't. I cannot do this anymore. Speaking of corporate consciousness, ladies and gentlemen, I found this purely by accident. I don't follow McDonald's on Twitter. And never. I would never normally like lights, light things up on Twitter, but let's be fair here. It's McDonald's with 3.6 million followers. I'm sure they can handle it. Who here thought that McDonald's was in the business of selling you a Happy Meal or a Big Mac or a fucking vanilla shake, right? Maybe not a vanilla shake. Chocolate only. <laughs> Maybe for Black Pride Month, they should only sell chocolate shakes. Winning TV with a diamond. Riots and looting will change your mind for sure. Well, if it doesn't, it will. <laughs> See, I thought that, you know, McDonald's was just in the business of, sh of selling cheap, shitty, convenient food, right? Apparently not. Have a look at this. This is the McDonald's timeline on Twitter. First one. A thread of all the powerful voices you'll hear during tonight's B BET Awards. It's Beta Awards, but... <laughs> during the BET Awards commercial breaks, McDonald's will be handing over their platform to amplify black voices. I employ everyone to support black artists. We are the literal heartbeat of popular culture, and that needs to be reflected in position and pay, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> We're not even allowed to have mullets anymore. We've got to ban the mullet. It's an extreme hairstyle. Even down here in the cultural heartland of the mullet, Australia, ladies and gentlemen, they're trying to ban the mullet. <laughs> Let's have a look. I'm Joshua Renfro, NYC-based photographer, creative director, and author of Black Boy Fly. I encourage my brothers and sisters to remain informed and unified during this time. To my artists, we are the storytellers of a generation Art is healing, and our world needs healing. I implore everyone to support black artists. We are the literal heartbeat of popular culture. We are the heartbeat of popular culture. Uh, black trans women have a very simple message. I'm Amara Jones, founder of Translash Media. In this Black Lives Matter moment, black trans women have a very simple message. Stop killing us. <laughs> This is McDonald's. Do, 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 
McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen. Like, like, maybe I'm the idiot here. I thought it was about selling hamburgers. Nope. This is what this is what McDonald's is now. <laughs> Jones, founder of Translash Media, in this Black Lives Matter moment, Black Trans. <laughs> Ajax in the chat. She had died. Trans <laughs> women have a very simple message. Stop killing us. Okay. We can't expect others to care about us more than we care about ourselves. We're all free. We can't expect others to care about us more than we care about ourselves. By the way, thank you, McDonald's, for giving us the platform. <laughs> what else have we got here? We're partnering with local courts on the justice system. We're sending young men to us instead of to prison. I encourage kids to protest like me and use their voices to stop racism, ladies and gentlemen. Get that kid a happy meal, huh? Kid looks angry. Kid needs a happy meal. Maybe a little toy to go with the happy meal? Hi, my name is I encourage kids to protest like me and use their voices to stop racism. Again, McDonald's. McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, black to- storytelling is powerful, but how many of those stories do you see in video games? When I think of black art, there's a certain texture of expression. The reality is we are beauty. We are the culture, ladies and gentlemen. More from McDonald's. I'm Melissa Butler, founder and CEO of The Lip Bar. We're a vegan and cruelty-free beauty brand that exists primarily to remind black women that they are enough. We are a vegan... Uh, what? We're a vegan beauty brand that exists primarily to let black women know that they are enough. I, I, I started this. We, <laughs> and what have you got, you disgusting white people? Well, we got mullets. <laughs> can, uh, excuse me, can we still keep our mullets? No! That's an extreme hairstyle. You disgusting white piece of shit. You can't have your mullet. <laughs> You need to cut, trim that shit immediately. This company, because I was tired of black women not seeing themselves within the beauty industry. Okay. The reality is we are beauty. Mm. We are the culture. Ah. And my latest project is called The Black Pact. It's a pledge of black allegiance to get as many people as possible to commit to shopping black. Well, okay. Like, I don't even have a problem with this. But you realize McDonald's is one of the world's largest fucking corporations right (laughs) it's not about survival anymore we're trying to thrive and we're trying to create prosperity for generations beyond us ladies and gentlemen to me legacy is creating the playbook for those that are coming behind me i know i've talked to my parents and my grandparents and my friends have had some of these same conversations and sometimes they shut down on certain instances in their past and it's because that they've lived that keep your head down do the work and you'll survive and that's how they've made it to the positions that they've made it to oh and and that was wrong Right now, it's it's not about survival anymore. We're trying to thrive and we're trying to create um, prosperity for generations. Yep, yep. And and the best way to do that is by, uh, I don't know, being vindictive and saying that something like a mullet is offensive and tearing down statues. Okay. There's not enough anti-racist research figuring out what's wrong with racist policy. Magic happens when your goal is to build community. We must protect, honor, love, and defend black women at all costs, ladies. It just gets better and better. This is McDonald's. Again, this is McDonald's. 
What's up, BET family? It's your lifestyle yeah. specialist, Kenny Burns. And there's nothing that lifestyle specialist that should ever make us feel like physically, verbally, or emotionally disrespecting our black women. We must protect, honor, love. This guy's got more jump cuts than fucking Philly D. Look at this stuff. It's a 15 second clip, man. Come on. What's up, BET family? It's your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns. And there's nothing. Kenny Burns. All right, Kenny Burns. <laughs> That should ever make us feel like physically, verbally, or emotionally disrespecting our black women. We must protect, honor, love, and defend them at all costs. We all we got. We need to secure a future for the black women. <laughs> no, you can't say that. Come on now. Uh, thank you for the gifted sub, Over Edge. Uh, you're not going to stop hearing about the black driver for years. Support black-led organizations. Support black people. There's Bubba Wallace, of course. Uh, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Aaron Sterling. Okay, they, they were one of us. Let's have a look. This is a, Now, this is a official McDonald's video that they put out from the company, McDonald's. Let's see what they've got. Wow. He was one of us. What, a McDonald's lover? She was one of us? They were all one of us. We see them in our customers. <clears throat> we see them in our crew members. We see them in our franchisees. And this is why the entire McDonald's family grieves. This is... <clears throat> oh, it's just gross. It's gross. Why anybody would be taken in by this, it it amazes me. But people will clap and say, oh, we're changing the world here. No, 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 no. No, you're not. <laughs> Henry St. George, Tucker Bumper Politics, why in the chat says, I'm not loving it. I don't know why anybody would be convinced by something like this, but people are. People are convinced like this because people are stupid who just are happy to be told what they want to hear, and that's good enough for them. It's why we stand for them and any other... Well, standing is offensive now. And any other victims of systemic oppression. Again, coming from one of the world's largest corporations, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we stand with black communities across America, which is why we're donating to the National Urban League and the NAACP. We do not tolerate inequity, injustice, or racism. Black Lives Matter. I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. Whoever the marketing department is, you have to give credit where it's due. Whoever the PR marketing department of Black Lives Matter is, they should be, they should run a fucking advertising agency. Look at the way that they've got all of the major corporations, all of the politicians, all of the media. Uh, saying exact dancing to their tune, saying exactly what they want them to say with their messaging and whatnot. They are fucking marketing geniuses, the people at Black Lives Matter. So round of applause. Credit where it's due. Nobody else could have pulled this off. You now have McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen, putting out this, Black Lives Matter, as advertising. How about that? The largest corporations in the world, ladies and gentlemen, are now on board with the message. 
So there you have it. <clears throat> Corporate compassion, making the world a better place. We're fighting the system by sidling up next to them and rubbing them on their inner thigh. We're fighting the system by swallowing that corporate penis as quickly and as feverishly as possible and swallowing all that they want us to swallow. Congratulations, progressives. Congratulations, my progressive brothers and sisters. You're making a real difference in the world. And if shallow, vacuous, uh, one-word statements and, you know, clearly clearly, uh, hacky advertising campaigns is enough to make the world a better place, then so be it. I'm all for it. You won. <laughs> uh, but if you're not so convinced, may I suggest you grow a mullet because that's pretty much all you're allowed to... Well, actually, you're not allowed to have that anymore. So don't grow a mullet. If you're not convinced like this, I guess you're probably one of those bigots we've heard so much about. So uh, with that, I'm going to take a quick five-minute break because my drink needs refreshing. Thank you for joining us on the Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in five. Stick around. your novelty comedy songs organic handmade with painstaking care put into every note well look no further than irrational times using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level new songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. 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 Really giving that one a workout? Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Verdict. 
narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Come, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so. Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, defectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you'll have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go. Enjoy the joy of passing 
movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More Some right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. So I think I may have fixed the issue and apologies for the first half of the show because I hate missing the alerts and stuff and like I get really, I shouldn't get so sidetracked. Um, yeah, it's funny, like I used to play in a band and we did like you know, nothing, nothing major. Uh, actually, before we started the stream tonight, I played one of the songs from the band I used to play in. Uh, I was playing guitar on that track, just in case you were curious. Um, like, because I thought, well, I'm kind of sick of the stuff I've been playing. So, you know, and I don't want to break any copyright stuff. So I thought, well, I'll just fucking throw this on for fun. Haven't heard it for ages. So I thought, yeah, let's rock out to that. Um, <clears throat> so when you're, when you're on stage and you're playing in a band and stuff, I'm sure it's similar for any, anybody, anybody who's doing any kind of, um, uh, performance where, you know, it could be theater, it could be stand up, it could be acting, whatever it is. Uh, if you make a, if you make some kind of mistake, you, you just keep going like you didn't make it. Like you don't want to obsess over the mistake because it'll ruin everything else after it. It's like, and if you're, you know, playing, you know, like heavy music or whatever, and you miss a note, nobody's going to fucking notice anyway. So you just keep going. Um, so I used to say that all the time, like, just fucking keep going. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's keep rocking. Nobody will fucking notice. Um, sound check one, two, three. Now it's, <laughs> now the alerts aren't popping up at all. They should be working now for some reason. They're not. Oh my God. What is going on here? See, I thought I had it fucking fixed. Okay, let's try again now. What the frock, man? See, I was certain I had it fixed. Okay, let's try again. 
I, I'm sure I can get this to work now. Because I thought I knew what the problem was and I thought I fixed it. Okay, got that. Da, 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 da. Okay. Refresh cache. Yeah, so as I was saying, uh, the prime example of it right there. There we go. <laughs> We're back. The world is making sense one more time. So, uh, no, it's not. It's I swear to God, it's not a clever ploy. It's not a clever ploy. So as I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck it. I don't, I don't do clever ploys. I'm not trying to trick you into anything here. It's pretty obvious what I do here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, like as I was saying, so like when when I was playing music, it was like just keep going. Nobody's gonna notice a difference. But for some reason, when it comes to this stuff, thank you. We're back. <laughs> thank you for the diamonds. Don't send diamonds now just because I'm telling you this story. That's not fair. Uh, <laughs> Daryl with the diamond. Thank you, Daryl. Squealing diamond. Because I, I love the way it breaks up the show, having that alert go off. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. I'm a bit OCD with stuff like that. So when it comes to this stuff. I have to, like, it just, it drives me nuts if I can't get it to work properly. <laughs> Thank you, bug eaters with the duck. See, it's so much better. Holy shit! Holy shit! Winning TV, dropping a guinea on us. Thank you so much, Winning TV. <laughs> JJ Stoner. Just let it happen. See, this, this is more my personality of just like being randomly interrupted with different sidetracks and stuff. Like, so I need it. I need to feed on that, uh, that extra stimulation. If, if it's boring and like, there's no alerts going off and nothing's distracting me, then the show will suffer. The show's always going to be better when I can be distracted randomly at random points. When I can have a bit of randomness, a bit of chaos theory, a bit of chaos element thrown into the program. That's what makes me happy. If I was just to sit here and like read a book or something, I would bore myself. I can't do it. So I'm very happy that the alerts are back. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So now, where the hell were we? Now, see, now I'm full of fucking life again. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. Holy shit! Thank you for dropping the guinea on us, Gypsy. Fair, did you steal the guinea, Gypsy? Who did you steal the ninja guinea from, Gypsy? Yes, Kitty B. A little bit of whimsy. Got to have some whimsy. All right. <laughs> now, what? where do we want to go from here? Um, okay. Okay. Let's go to this. Because I've... <laughs> JJ played this earlier. Uh, the Revenge of the Sis guys, by the way, follow dlive.tv slash Revenge Ring of the Sis, ladies and gentlemen. And get, get your cheese, cheese man. man. Thank you for the sub bug eaters. I'm so happy that my sounds are back. <laughs> and thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> Over Edge with a Diamond, what do you got against LSD flashbacks? Uh, the fact that I never have them. That's the only problem I have with them. Uh, they never come to me for some, for some reason. I either took too much or Ring not Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub-winning TV. See, look at this. Now we're fucking pumping. Now we're rolling on this fucking shit show. Let's fuck this chicken in the second half of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. 
So I wanted to play this clip because uh, JJ, the first time I saw it today, like I don't have a lot of time to watch other shows. I, I try to catch Daywave, but it's hard because of work. I try to catch JJ, but like it's, sometimes I'm already asleep by the time he comes on. Uh, I catch ROTC because that's when I'm doing prep for my show, so I have it on in the background. And JJ played this footage earlier today, and I, I made a comment in his chat, and he agreed that I said, look, ev- this is going to be on everybody's fucking playlist today. <laughs> this fucking, this boomer riot, <laughs> which is, it is, this is one of the most glorious things I've seen in the last, like in 2020. This footage made me so happy. <laughs> Seeing the angry boomers going against each other. Yeah, fuck you, fucking wiper. It was the best. So I thought, uh, why not show you how the Australian media is covering this story? Huh? 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 Let me bring you down here, baby birds. Let me show you what we're doing down here in the land of the fucking mullet in Down Under Australia. Everyone play, playing the boomer trump cart parade. Exactly. But let's see how the Australians are showing it to their audience down here. Let's have a look. The US president has provoked uproar after sharing a video on Twitter showing... (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, on this program, uh, if I think that Trump's got something wrong, I'll say so. If I think he's being unfairly treated, I'll say so. If I think he's gotten something right, I'll say so. Uh, We've been very critical of him recently in regards to things like uh, the Patriot Act in regards to uh, social tracking and, and shit like that, in regards to, like, effectiveness, uh, messaging, all of that kind of stuff. But <laughs> this is this is still, like, the value of the guy, is we can have fun with moments like this. Because if you're not really emotionally invested, then you don't really care. And if you don't really care, this whole, this whole situation here is fucking hilarious to me anyway. I don't know about you. Like, you know, I'm not an American, so maybe you've you've invested more emotionally in, you know, the success or failure of your country. <laughs> I'm just I'm just watching an ant farm over here. I'm outside the bubble looking in. So this stuff like this just brings me so much joy because it's so ridiculous. Trump's Trump's racist retweet. <laughs> because fucking who cares at this point? We're banning mullets. What what else could go wrong? You know what I mean? But when we see the footage, let's play the footage. ...uproar after sharing a video on Twitter showing one of his supporters shouting white power during... (laughs) I think he's serious. (laughs) ...a clash between protesters. Just in case you haven't seen the footage yet, let's have a look. Now, it's, I would have thought that this was so obvious. It is, it's plainly obvious that because one side of the boomer war, one side of the boomer trench is yelling Nazi, 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 I would have thought it's fucking obvious that the guy is like, yeah, yeah, that's right, white power, as if to say, you fucking idiot, right? Oh, yeah, look at me, white power. Like in The Simpsons, Lisa, are you going to marry a carrot? Yes, I'm going to marry a carrot. Oh, my God, she admitted it. <laughs> she admitted it. She's going to marry a carrot. Did you hear that? It's the same fucking bullshit. 
He's just, he's agreeing with you because you're stupid, because you're saying a, a dumb thing. He's like, yeah, okay, white power, whatever. I'm a Nazi. You know? Next thing you know, this becomes, <laughs> this becomes worldwide news. So that's funny to me. The other funny aspect of this is, uh, excuse me, sir, excuse me, corporate press, are these the dangerous white supremacists you've been talking about all this time? <laughs> You mean the old guy who takes blood pressure medication and has a urinary tract infection? Are these the people we're supposed to be afraid of, sir? The guys in golf carts with little American flags? <laughs> oh, no. They're coming for us. Very, very, very slowly. <laughs> what a fuck! What a horror show this is. Donald Trump shared a dangerous white supremacist. It's like an old guy. Well, you know, back in my day, you could say things that were racist and nobody even cared. Now, if you'll if you, excuse me, I have to be home by two o'clock in the afternoon. I like to get a little nap in before dinner time. <laughs> mm. You know, I haven't been seen on the street after 8 p.m. for... At least two decades now. You know, you can't go wandering around the suburbs in this day and age with all the, the awful hooligan youth. You know, I heard that out there are uh, burning, burning cars and uh, uh, burning cities to the ground. You know, that's what happens when you when you give these blacks too much power. <laughs> <laughs> these dangerous white supremacists. Proud to be an American. <laughs> Waving their little flags in their retirement village. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. Donald Trump shared a white supremacist. Yeah, well, back in my day. What is shouting white power? White power. He was shouting white power. You know, he had to take his teeth out because when you say white power, you have a tendency to spit out your dentures if you're not very careful, and I can't afford a new set of dentures, as you know. Uh, they are they they've wound back the benefits, you see. So there's now there's now a waiting list at the dentist now. So if I get a new set of dentures, I'm going to be waiting a hell of a long time before I can have another steak. And as you know, back in my day, uh, you could get steaks very easily, but these days not so much because with all the coronavirus and racisms and whatnot. Yes, white power, of course, white power. <laughs> of course, we celebrate white power all the time. <laughs> oh my God, they're coming, they're going to kill us all. During a clash between protesters. Clash between protesters. <laughs> Look at how serious this fucking guy is. Look at his face. He, I don't, he looks like he's trying to not laugh. You know what I mean? He looks like he's just reading the shit off a teleprompter and he's try he's holding it in. <laughs> Protesters. <laughs> it was two groups of angry old people yelling at each other in a parking lot. This happens all the time in all cities around the Western world. Old people are angry about everything. <laughs> old people hate everything. They're allowed to. They've earned that right. If you live long enough to retire, you earn the right to be angry about all the things that uh, have taken place in your lifetime. I think that's the rule. That's how it works. 
So angry, old angry people yelling at each other in a parking lot. This is not fucking news. <laughs> but this guy just retweets it and then bang, next thing you know, worldwide white supremacy. <laughs> fucking incredible. Good old Florida too, by the way. Tip of the hat to tip of the hat to our Floridian brothers and sisters. You guys just fucking keep producing. You keep producing. I, I was just like just earlier today I was talking to a guy at work and we were talking about like you know the work situation here and we both suspect that they're going to put us in lockdown again very soon which is not surprising at all we've been talking about it for over a month here on this show um but I mentioned to him how we did the story last week of the two the two businesses I think it was in South Beach and you had a bar next door to a restaurant slash bar and the rules in, you know, Trump MAGA Florida is that the bar needs to remain closed, but the restaurant that serves drinks can be open because it's a restaurant. So you have this ridiculous situation of the restaurant where people go in, order a starter, and then drink for five hours. And, you know, there's 50 people standing on the street out the front of this restaurant, and they're all just drinking. Nobody's eating shit. And then next door to it, you have people protesting that their bar should be allowed to be open because, you know, the rules say bars no, restaurants yes. So the irony is if the police turn up and they want to enforce social distancing, they'll arrest the people who are protesting that the bar is closed and leave the people who are, you know, drinking at the restaurant right fucking next door. It's insane. They're making this shit up as they go along. So a tip of the hat to Florida always delivers with the goods. Did you hear that? We did hear that. Did you hear that? He admitted it. <laughs> we did hear that. <laughs> yeah, he was really trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> we did hear that. We heard you, sir. We did hear that. No. <laughs> the white supremacist pensioners are out to get me. <laughs> This, this is it? How awful. US correspondent Tim Avia joins us from Los Angeles. Tim, g'day. Why did Donald... G'day. G'day, Tim. Here you go, mate. G'day, Tim. What's going on with these old cunts out there? <laughs> now let's cross to our... Uh, let's cross to our Yankee. Let's cross to our fucking Seppo correspondent over there, Tim. G'day, Tim. What's going on, cunt? <laughs> Yeah, some old cunts are out here yelling at some other old cunts. It's fucking going off, mate, eh? Yeah, fucking oath, mate. We heard him. Did you fucking hear that cunt? Fucking oath, cunt. <laughs> Thanks for the US report, Tim. You're a fucking legend, mate. Donald Trump post this. Well, at least to give the video some context, it was filmed in a retirement village in Florida. <laughs> that should be the end of the report. <laughs> End of discussion. Who cares? Who cares what's going on in a retirement village in Florida? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Old people say shit all the time. Nobody listens normally. <laughs> Why should we start now? <laughs> 
appalled the villages where residents there were protesting against each other. Now, Donald Trump needs to win the crucial swing state of Florida if he wants to be re-elected, and he will also need the help of older voters who he got very strong support from in 2016. So he may have had that in mind when he retweeted this video saying, thanks to the great people of the villages, the Democrats will fall in the fall. Corrupt Joe is shot and see you all soon. What's not certain, though, is just how much Donald Trump knew about... They just, they take the Twitter, they take it so seriously. And see you all soon, triple exclamation mark. About the content, uh, you can hear that white power chant being yelled twice. <laughs> the white power chant. <laughs> Lucifer Sam, it's not some small retirement community. In global terms, it is small. Now it's now it's on the world stage. But really, who cares? It's old people yelling at each other. It's not indicative of anything other than the fact that old people yell at each other. One group of old people was calling another old group of old people Nazis, and one old person on you know the Nazi side sarcastically said, "Yeah, yeah, white power." <laughs> now it's worldwide fucking. This is the embarrassment. The reaction to me is always the embarrassing part for these people. Donald Trump retweeted a white supremacist. Uh, he called it a white supremacist chant, <laughs> a white power chant. There was no chanting. What are you talking about? <laughs> Where was the chant? I missed the chant. There was no rhythm to that. And uh, you can hear that white power chant being chant. yelled twice uh, in about the first 15 seconds or so of the video. The Trump campaign is claiming that the president didn't know about it. They say that President Trump is a big fan of the villages. Now, he see, this is this was the mistake. Don't delete the tweet. Don't delete the tweet. Don't delete it. Well, he didn't delete the tweet because he retweeted it. Oh, wait, I guess he quote tweeted it. So that that's the only, that's the criticism I have of that. Don't delete it. Leave it there. Fucking leave it out. Because deleting it is essentially the same as fucking throwing the guy under the bus then at that point. At that point, you're basically agreeing with the bullshit that's like, oh, it's a white supremacist. It's like, no, 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 it's an old guy with a urinary tract infection who probably takes uh, diuretics so he can poop solid. You know what I mean? He's sarcastically yelling something at somebody yelling at him. Like, that's all it is. Let's not lose our heads here. You know, we were talking about the Golden Girls, and Lucifer Sam's the one who drew my attention to the Golden Girls story. We were talking about the Golden Girls earlier. If you want to see outrage in these fucking communities, tell them that they're getting rid of the Golden Girls <laughs> because it's racist. They'll all turn into white supremacists then. <laughs> we'll make white supremacists of you Democrat retirees yet. Did you hear? They're taking the Golden Girls off Hulu. What? Fucking bullshit over my dead body. Well, we don't have, we don't, we can't wait another five or 10 years. We have to act now. He did not hear the one statement made on the video. What he. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. You're always, your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Dun, 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 dun. If you threw a party. Invited everyone you knew You would see the greatest things in the <laughs> And the car 
unattached would say thank you for being a friend. Racism. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> White supremacy for the Golden Girls. Picture at Chaz 2020. Oh, I've got a Chaz thing coming up next. Winning TV with a diamond. Comedy is officially over in the world. No, it's not over, but here's, here's a little theory I've been working through for a couple of years now. And I'd, I'd love to talk to some, like, comedians now and see what their take is on this and see if I'm accurate or not. <clears throat> I have a feeling that the big comedy clubs... See, this kind of thing happened in jazz fucking, you know, it's ancient history now. But this kind of thing happened in jazz where the shitty jazz clubs became the popular ones because they were the places where the non-approved artists would play, right? So I have a feeling like, I don't think, I think like mainstream comedy is dead, but I think there can be a resurgence when like the shitty dingy little dive bars that comedians would never normally play at, I think they'll start playing at those places and it'll be like shit like a, it'll be like a speakeasy during Prohibition. It'll be like a door with a, a neon light over it. And it'll just say bar, right? And in order to know about this comedy club, you'll have to know somebody who's already been there. Like they won't advertise or anything. And then those will become the hot places. And when that trend starts shifting, (laughs) over edge with a diamond, too true. Now the news is comedy. Couldn't agree more. I watch CNN for fun. I watch the news for fun now. It makes me laugh. So when that when that starts shifting, right, the 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 shitty little hidden little underground dive bars will become the hot places, and the comedians who are like now like the big clubs will become increasingly less popular because the comedians there won't be taking risks. They won't be you know they won't be funny anymore. They're not going to be fun. They're not funny now. People are already starting to tune out. People aren't watching the fucking Netflix specials anymore. People don't care about the showcase shows anymore. They're not going to them. I love stand-up. I haven't watched stand-up in fucking years because it's depressing now. I just, I don't find it funny. Rarely do I find a funny comedian. I think the last stand-up that I've really, really genuinely laughed at was fucking Jim Gaffigan. And he's a very, very, very funny guy. Oh, and and still like Seinfeld stand-up is still very funny. But, you know... I guess because it's no politics. So that's that can be funny now. As soon as comedians, mainstream comedians now start talking politics, I fucking tune out because it's just not funny. And I can laugh at lefties uh, making fun of conservatives. That doesn't bother me. Bill Maher can be a very, very, very funny fucking guy. But um, a lot of the stuff is just so hack and predictable. Yeah, Hot Pockets, right? What about Bacon? Bacon is like the... <laughs> What is it? Cubed bacon is like the fairy dust of the food community. <laughs> he does like a 10-minute bit about bacon. How can you not love that? It's ridiculous. So, and it's very self-deprecating and shit. So, what about Rodney Rude? Well, Rodney Rude's a hack, but that's the that's the joke. That's the that's the bit that he is a hack, right? So it's an acquired taste, Rodney Rude. That non-Australians don't get. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't they don't they're like what the hell is this this is terrible I'm like yeah that's the point it's supposed to be terrible that's why it's funny 
So I think the the shitty comedy clubs and stuff will become the popular ones. And when that starts happening, then maybe things will shift back and then you'll start seeing real comedy again because that's where the money will be. And people aren't going to keep investing. Like, now they're investing in... The, the, the big money's always just behind the trend, right? The big money sees the trend and then jumps on it. They're not driving the fucking trends. They're trying to, but people are switching off. And when the trend starts to go back to, like I said, underground comedy clubs and, like, the unpopular places, when... When people with money start seeing lineups around the block to get into a shitty, dingy bar that's in a basement underneath a car, uh, you know, a car showroom, where it's just like one door on the street with bar written over it and a neon sign that's broken, then they'll start reconsidering things. But how long that's going to take, I don't know. But that's my theory. I don't know if it's true or not. But like I said, the same thing happens in music. Like, it's cyclical, right? What's hot now is not going to be hot forever. And the shitty bars today, because they'll play the unapproved next trend, will become the hot bars of tomorrow. And the hot bars of today will become the shitty bars of tomorrow. And then it will all keep going again. But we'll see how we go. He did see was the tremendous enthusiasm from his many supporters. So look, the controversy is still bubbling away here. The tweet was left up for around about three hours. Listen, they're timing how long he keeps the tweet up for. It's three hours. The tweet's been up for one hour now. The tweet's been up for two hours. The tweet's been up for three hours. Oh, my God, he hasn't gotten rid of it yet. <laughs> it was posted just before Donald Trump went to play golf this morning. <laughs> This is fucking insane. Oh, God. <laughs> These people are sick in the fucking head. Um, should we do Chaz? We'll do Chaz. We'll keep some stuff for tomorrow. We'll keep some stuff in the bank for tomorrow. All right. Two things on Chaz, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. First of all, uh, we got the tour last week of Chaz. We reviewed that video. It took like an hour because it was so much fun seeing what life is like inside Chaz. Uh, MSNBC decided to send down one of their guys down to the front lines, down to the trenches. <laughs> Tensions grow in Seattle protest zone after deadly shooting, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a look at life inside Chaz after a deadly shooting. So earlier, there was a shooting. We know overnight it appeared to be a drive-by shooting. In fact, you can still see some of the remnants of the glass for when the car was taken away. It was a white SUV, two people shot, one person killed, the other person a male in critical condition. Uh, police came in here, they extracted the vehicle all in about 20 minutes. They were talking to some of the protesters on the ground. They got their statements, they collected evidence. First time we've really seen police do any police work inside the CHOP zone since we've been here which <laughs> it's going well huh all it takes is a deadly shooting and then somebody shows up for 20 minutes carts the corpse away throw the fucking stiff in the back of the van and let's get the fuck out of here they took statements for 20 minutes ladies and gentlemen deadly shooting <laughs> And then they had they fucking hightailed it right out of there. Generally, when some kind of crime occurs, especially one resulting in death, it takes a little longer than 20 minutes to conclude your investigation of the crime scene. <laughs> 20 minutes! 
I'll give Chaz, I'll give Chaz one thing. They have made uh, policing in the area far more efficient. They only turn up for the important stuff, and then when they're there, they don't fuck around. Quickly, get the statements and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Where's the chalk outline guy? Fuck it. Just don't worry about it. Let's just drag the body and throw it in the back of the truck. Let's get out of here. Come on. We're not welcome here. So well done to Chaz. They're saving the state money. They're saving the city money, taxpayer money. No overtime for the cops in, in Seattle anymore. They should be applauded. Well done, Chaz. They're fiscal conservatives, obviously. Just for about a week solid. Uh, and after they left, the community kind of cleaned up their own area. As oh, that was happening, we got... Yeah, we washed the blood off the ground, the blood of oppression. We washed the blood off the ground because it was uh, becoming a bit depressing for everybody in Chaz. So. Word that the chief of police was coming to CHOP. She came, she basically spoke to the press, spoke to Good. some of the protesters Good. and says... Good, because if... if <laughs> Because if we needed a strong figurehead now in Chaz, now is the time. The chief of police who uh, whose, whose forces left the area, quote, because they were yelling at us. We covered that press conference on this show. They were yelling at us, so we had to leave. <laughs> so I'm sure <clears throat> after a deadly shooting, she's going to, you know, take some responsibility here and say, you know what, it's time for us to step up. It's time for us to move in there and clean this lot out. This can't be allowed to continue this is on us. We're the police. We have been entrusted with this responsibility to make sure that we're protecting the local community, yada, yada, yada. So let's see the statement from the police chief. This cannot exist the way it is anymore. Right. Oh, uh, really? And in talking to her, says that she wants this to end. Didn't indicate, yep. gave no timeline, gave no strategy for how she would do that. Oh. But we spoke to her about exactly why she wants to have these barriers removed and to shrink this zone. Listen to this. Karen, thanks for joining us. I'm not going to let the detractors and the naysayers uh, and the agitators. And the haters. You know, there's a bunch of haters out there. <laughs> I'm not going to let the detractors and the naysayers tell us how to do our job. We're just going to sit back on the edge of this. We're just going to sit back on the edge of Chaz. And when somebody gets killed, we're going to go in there and grab the corpse and get the fuck out. That's how we're going to roll. That's how we're going to handle this situation. Haters, you know, be the ones that are the voice here. There are people who live here. Yep. There are multiple people who are being injured. A lot of homeless people living there right now. <laughs> this is fantastic. Like, I knew, I knew 2020 was going to be off its tits. I'm sure all of you did too. There's a big election, right? Election years are usually a little bit different, a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more sporadic. A little more unpredictable. But Jesus Christ, did we imagine any of this taking place? They're banning mullets. They're banning the Golden Girls. You have armed protesters taking over cities. <laughs> you have you have McDonald's, one of the world's largest corporations, talking about black lives fucking matter. <laughs> Who knew? You've got whole economies being locked down. We're banning, we're closing bars, but we're keeping restaurants open as if they serve alcohol. 2020 is off its tits. I don't know if I want to go back to 2019 or skip ahead to 2021. I don't know what's going to be better here. Maybe 2019, maybe that's 2019 will look at 2019 and say that was the least, that was the last tolerable year that we have. After that, it's all downhill. We're all got, we're just flying into the volcano now. Maybe 2021 will be better. I doubt it. I think 2021 is going to be even worse. But let's see.
injured and hurt, and we need to do something about it. It is absolutely irresponsible. We're not going to let the naysayers and the detractors. <laughs> it is absolutely irresponsible. We need to do something about it. Uh, is this thing on? Excuse me, Chief. That's your fucking job. <laughs> what do you? What, what's this we shit? We need to do something about it. No, darling, you need to do something about it. <laughs> Nobody's willing to take responsibility for anything anymore. How about that? It is her fucking job to do something about it. We need to take responsibility. What we? No, you, sweetheart. You. You're the one with the fucking job. You've got the title. You've got the car space out the front of HQ. You've got the fucking badge and the gun. It's your job. I'm not going to let... Yeah, this, th these people are irresponsible. Exactly. Sound person. No, no. You're being irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking responsibility for anything. Oh, we had to leave. They were yelling at us. <laughs> we're not going to let the detractors and the haters bring us down. The royal we. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Uh, let's do this one, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This one was sent through by Stefan Sears. Thank you, Steph. Because we have covered from time to time the the I'm on your side meme is now my personal favorite of 2020 so far. I'm sure better ones will come up, but I'm on your side. I'm on your side as the rocks come through the window. That's the best thing that's happened. <clears throat> and we covered before uh, media getting involved in the protests and the riots and stuff. Remember the cops smashing the journalist over the face with his shield? We played that clip. Uh, we played the clip of the media not understanding why. You know, hey, I'm on your side. What are you attacking us for? I'm on your side. We're in this together. No, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. See, the people attacking the CNN building. <clears throat> so it, it doesn't deter them, though. They're like the Swedish rape victim who apologizes to their rapist because the rapist got deported. You know what I mean? That's basically what the corporate media is now. So... Steph sent us this clip. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, Brandy Cruz from Q13 Fox on June 17th outside of Chaz. So she's covering Chaz. We're big supporters of Chaz here in the corporate press. We love Chaz. It is a racial equality mecca. Let's see how the good residents of Chaz treat the American press, which, you know, outside, I guess you could call it outside influence. Foreign press now. Hey, you know it. Dude. Hey, bro, I'm a peaceful protester. No. I'm speaking my no. First Amendment rights. Bro. You have every right to be so here and to be, be filming. Security, be secure then. Listen. Oh, I'm just filming. Are you going to listen to me or are you going to act like you. that? Oh, dear. <laughs> I sent some uh, white woman entitlement here. <laughs> Did she just say what I thought she said to this guy? Uh, Ma'am, do you realize where you are? Have a listen one more time. My first amendment rights. Bro. You have every right to be so here and to be, be filming. Security, be secure then. Listen. Oh, I'm just filming. Are you going to listen to me no or are you going to act like that? Oh. Oh. Excuse me. Are you going to listen to me or are you going to act like that? <laughs> are you going to act like a... <laughs> Stop acting like one of these damn people. <laughs> 
and look at the hand motion too. She's got the uh, she's got the Teddy heart. The crowd loves me, so nobody can hurt me. Fucking shield of you know invincibility around her right now. You know what I mean? The fans love me, so I can never get hurt doing this. Okay. Your uncle might say something about that if he could, but he's fucking dead, so, you know, whatever. But she is all-powerful in this moment. Are you going to listen to me, or are you just going to keep acting like that? It's like, oh, honey. <laughs> Why don't you just go up to the bull and kick him in the nuts? Why don't you do that? <laughs> it may work out for you. Who knows? Are you just going to keep charging me, or are you going to sit down and calm down? No, I'm y'all, telling y'all, you, y'all spread misinformation. You haven't even heard y'all, our report y'all yet. You have, y'all part of the, the problem, bro. We haven't even reported yet. Fox News, bro, is a Republican news Anyway, source. we're getting ready to go Fuck on. That's fine. What y'all talking about, bro? What you talking about, bro? Bro. <laughs> Yo, Fox 13 is a Republican news source, bro. You spreading misinformation. I haven't even started talking yet. I'm on your side. Interrupt everything y'all trying to report. We've got two reporters up here talking about what's going on. We're just covering what you guys are doing. No, but I don't want it. Uh, I I don't know what's more. um, I don't know what's more pointless here. Arguing with a Chaz protester or arguing with a female reporter. I don't know. You tell me which is which is the more pointless endeavor. I don't I don't know which <laughs> I don't know which way to go on this one. This is like two people speaking a different language trying to decide what to order for lunch. In a restaurant where the restaurant is the menu is written in another language. We're not getting anything out of this. You listen to me. No, you listen to me. Hit play, let's find out. Him to swear on TV. I know, but you guys are being immature. You're being immature. <laughs> listen here, young man. You're being very immature. Now, are you going to listen? Are you going to listen to me? I'm on the television. You're being very immature. What gave you the impression that they're being immature? Is it the fact that they're walking around six blocks of Seattle in military fatigues claiming that they're part of another country? Is that what did it? Holy shit! Thank you for the Ninja Game. I don't know if it's Ajax MT or Ajax MT. I don't know if you're a football fan and it's Ajax from the great city of Amsterdam or if it's Ajax the cleaning liquid. So I'll say Ajax A- Ajax. How about that? Thank you for the Ninja Game. Very generous of you. <laughs> You're being very immature. What gave it away? <laughs> I, I would expect these people to be the pillars of responsibility and maturity. I mean, we saw that we saw their organic garden. Only a you know only a very mature individual could plant a garden like that. The socks. So it is Ajax. Shout out to uh, the good Ajax, the, one of the greatest clubs in Europe in European history. Ajax, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, original home of one of my favorite footballers, Dennis Burkamp. There you go. Fox. Hey, Miranda. Miranda, Y'all we've got. Doing, bro? We've got Fox some. Fox. You want to yeah. protest? Hey, let's no, walk bro, up. Protest it right now. Y'all not gonna get us into space. Hey, boys. This Q13 Fox. Don't yeah. let them get that hey, false whoa. info out here. <laughs> All right, boys. Bring in the muscle. This is Q13 Fox. Don't let them get that disinfo out there. They're trying to make us look bad. 
Roll, roll, roll. She's very used to barking out orders, is this woman, isn't she? Are you going to listen? Why are you being so immature? Follow me. Let's roll. Let's do this. Okay. I'm, I'm, stu- I, I, I'm not sure if she's aware of her situation yet or not. <laughs> I don't know if she really can understand the fact that she's not really in a position to be barking orders at people on the street yet. I, ha- I haven't watched this clip yet. I have a feeling she's about to be made aware <laughs> that she has no official power in Chaz. But let's see. Let them get a second of news. Fuck these guys, bro. Q13 fucks oh, my ass. Fuck that shit. The fuck? Hey, guys. It's the real news. It's the people they out here. They can say whatever they fuck want. Fuck Republicans. Fuck Donald Trump. And fuck Fox News. Fuck Fox News, man. We We're out here, bitch. Now, another white woman enters the fray. And now, see, now this white woman knows her place. She's doing what she's told. <laughs> Why do I say these things? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, kind of. A black man in Chaz yells out, hey, let's fuck up this broadcast. This woman dropped whatever she was doing. <laughs> She's straight over there. Okay. You, did, you, did you call for me? Do you need assistance? <laughs> the only way to defuse the white woman on the street is with another white woman, apparently. And as you know, we saw the clip last week, ladies and gentlemen. The white women in Chaz play a very vital role. They are the enforcers in Chaz. Remember the black-only park? It was patrolled by white women. And they were the ones saying, no, no, you can't go in here. This is a black-only space. It's the white women in Chaz who do the security. They do the grunt work. So when he called for muscle... Of course it would be one of the white women in Chaz who runs straight over. Straight there. Sorry, I have to stop feeding my baby. I have to get, I have to get over there. A black man told me to do something. I'm needed. I'm re- my services are required. Thank you. But keep rolling. Keep rolling. False news, fake news. No, this is not fake news. This is great news. This is this is tremendous news here that we're getting. If you're down here, Katie Reed in the chat. It's because you all get us, let us get away with everything. Touche. See that? See the hair? Always make sure that the hair is, you know, sitting correctly. Put your name on the money, bro. You doing fuck shit, bro? I see y'all, bro. Y'all partying, bro. I'm gonna get loud about it. Hey, this fuck news right here. I'm telling people you guys are talking. Don't let them get disrespect. You haven't, we haven't even been on tonight. Hey, man, we on that next with our knees, boys. I have followed you on Twitter. I know that you're a racist. <laughs> Isn't it glorious? Isn't it grand? You know, and I wish that we could like get back to a time when we would talk about like economics and shit. That's really what I'd prefer. I'd ra- I'd much prefer to be doing like, you know, talking about, well, should we have a 5% increase in uh, the taxation on this particular thing? Well, I really think that this level of taxation increase is really indicative of a government that cares 
very little about uh, the lives of small business owners. And I think we need to be doing more to encourage people uh, to enter into entrepreneurial roles. Like, I'm a very boring person. But how can we talk about any of that when all of this is filling up the space and it's only getting worse? Nothing important, it's funny, nothing important matters anymore. Only the unimportant stuff now matters. None of the real things are real anymore. Only the unreal things are real. None of the legitimate things are legitimate anymore. Only the illegitimate things are legitimate. And none of what you thought, you know, uh, politics and civilised society should be is that's no longer civilised or political. I mean, we're banning mullets, we're banning the Golden Girls. White women are patrolling black-only parks. <laughs> I had so much more that I could get through tonight, but we'll save a little for tomorrow. <clears throat> I want to try and bring on a special guest uh, later on in the week and get into this a little more, and I'll talk to him after the show and see what he can do. Uh, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, until tomorrow night, that'll do us for tonight on this edition of The Daily Boogie. Thank you for all your support tonight on DLive. We got there in the end. <clears throat> we got the, the alerts working in the end. Thank you for joining us here on a Monday night. I'll be back at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Don't forget, later on tonight, ladies and gentlemen, at 10 p.m., everybody's favourite lover of French women, Mersh. Follow DLive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. Then tomorrow morning, you'll have Lois Ropez with Way Dave at 10 a.m., the great JJ Stoner at midday. Uh, Revenge of the Sis at 4 o'clock, and then after them, I'll be back at 6 p.m. Don't forget to follow our, uh, follow our friends, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, Kimmy Y. Censored, uh, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, Spent D and Frozen Asian, another big tip of the hat to Spent D and Frozen Asian. Maybe we should let them take us out tonight. Yeah, let's do that. We'll have Spent D and Frozen, A Fro Frozen Asian <laughs> take us out to the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrating their affiliate status here on DLive. Absolutely fantastic of the boys and fully deserving. And a nicer pair of uh, streamers you're probably unlikely to meet. So a big congratulations. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the resub, fascist hippie. So like I said, I'll be back tomorrow night at 6pm. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you would like to send a white woman to tell me what to do, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Until tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let the siren sounds, the siren song of Frozen Asian and Spent D take us out, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Bye bye. Standing across the room. I saw you smile I said I want to talk to you Oh, just for a little while But before I make my move My emotions start running wild My tongue gets tight And that's no right yeah. I'm looking in your eyes I'm looking right brown eyes Oh yeah, I got to say to you Hey, girl, I want to make yeah. you sweat. Sweat till I can't sweat no more. Cry out, I'm gonna push it.